is going to teach you. It's how to set yourself free from prison. Now, um, from the scriptures, it's Acts 16. And this is about Paul and Silas. Now, if you do this, God will get involved in your circumstances and deliver you from whatever emotional, whatever prison that you have shut yourself in because of your emotional responses to things. You get that? Because this is a practical step that you can take that will set you free. And I proved it Saturday morning, or God proved it. The song had to come from him. I didn't think of what's a good song to sing. It's just, doesn't matter what happens. The joy, there's another scripture, says the joy of the Lord is your strength. If you don't have the joy of the Lord, you don't have strength. And the world's looking for Christians who've got the joy of the Lord. Not ones who've been baptised in lemon juice. <laughs> okay. So Acts chapter 16. And um, <clears throat> Paul's in Philippi. That's important because when he wrote the letter to the Philippian church, he uses the word joy 16 times in four chapters. And I'll tell you what he means by joy and rejoicing in a minute. It's not what we mean in the Western world. But when her owners, this is a slave girl, realised their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. This is verse 19. They brought them before the magistrates and said... These men are Jews and are throwing our city into uproar by advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. Stripped and beaten with rods. Get that. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison. And the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, guard them carefully, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. <coughs> now, I would think that's enough to discourage you. You know, getting whipped is enough. Severely flogged. But then to have your feet in the stocks. You can't move, you can't can't move around, just got to sit there. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. You bet they were. You don't often get praise in prison. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And this is what I want for you. 
the foundations of that self-pitying uh, prison that I was in on Saturday morning were shaken when I started singing, Yet Will I Rejoice in the Lord. And that prison went. And your prison will go when you start exercising your strength and praising God. It's a determined action. So, um, the prison was shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open. I love this. And everyone's chains came loose. (laughs) I love this. The scripture says, God inhabits the praise of his people. So what I see is God's hearing them praise and he wants to inhabit their praise. So he decides to step down and enter the prison. But the prison can't control the Holy Trinity. It starts shaking. You know, not even Jesus' fingernail could, um, would fit in that prison. And everything is shaken loose. And if we've got a prison, all it takes is for Jesus to get involved because we're praising him. Okay. Um, The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul, because remember, it's only Paul and Silas who have their feet in the stocks. So theoretically, the prisoners could all escape. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself. We are all here. And that says to me that these prisoners are finding something better in Paul and Silas's praise than freedom outside the prison because they were seeing that there was a freedom in Paul and Silas that they wouldn't have if they went through those doors. And that freedom is ours in Christ. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself, we're all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, I love this, Sir, what must I do to be saved? I want what you've got. What do I have to do? And church, I think there'll be a lot more people saying, what must I do if they see the joy of the Lord in us? There's a key to that. And they replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was no longer worried about them running away they didn't need their feeding stocks they're in his house eating a meal he was filled with what joy because he had come to believe in God 
he and his whole household. It is our inheritance to be filled with joy. And when our joy tank gets low, it's our choice to fill it up. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. It's mentioned second. The, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So he's filled with joy now. I heard of someone said, I'd like you to become a Christian like me. And the fellow said, uh, no, I've got enough problems on my own, thanks. Um, it gets better. When it was daylight, the magistrates sent their officers to the jailer with the order, release those men. The jailer told Paul, the magistrates have ordered that you and Silas be released. Now you can leave Go in peace. But listen to this. But Paul said to the officers, they beat us publicly without a trial, even though we are Roman citizens, and they threw us into prison. And now do they want to get rid of us quietly? No. <laughs> Let them come themselves and escort us out of town. You see, on another occasion when Paul was about to be whipped, he said to the guy about to whip him, would you whip a Roman citizen? And the guy went, oh. and he ran to the officer and said, do you realise these people are Roman citizens? And the Roman officer panicked because they'd be in trouble with Rome if they whipped a Roman citizen without a trial. And I think, why didn't Paul tell them earlier than this? He wouldn't have even ended up in jail if he just said, hey, hey, hang on, I'm a Roman citizen. He would have had to have been given a fair trial. I think there was something in Paul that was hearing the will of God and telling him, zip it now, Paul. Use that later. And he gets royally escorted out of town well, actually, he didn't get escorted out of town. He stayed in town until he wanted to go, which is even better. Um, the officers reported this to the magistrates, and when they heard that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens, they were alarmed. They came to appease them and escort them from prison, requesting them to leave the city. After Paul and Silas came out of prison, they went to Lydia's house where they met with the brothers and sisters and encouraged them. Then they left. You know, they were running the show. And that's what praise will do. It makes you the head and not the tail. So, a couple of definitions from Strong's Concordance and other places. The Hebrew definition for rejoice is to spin around under the influence of any violent emotion. To rejoice, be glad, be joyful. Now, I used to um, demonstrate spinning around under the influence of violent emotion, but uh, I haven't got a catcher here, <laughs> so <laughs> I won't try that. But 
Let me say this. Um, the Old Testament scriptures are full of this. For the Hebrew, they're not like the British or the Western world where emotions are more an internal thing. So that joy is described by the actions which the people take. And one of the classic examples of this is, remember when there's handwriting on the wall and um, the Babylonian king, it says, the thoughts of his head alarmed him and his knees knocked together and his loins were loosed. Now use your imagination as to what loins getting loose is referring to. It's a bit um, too crude for the uh, British. <laughs> but anyway, that's typical of describing emotions is describe the effect. So I come from a British background you have no idea how hard it was for me to get free to express myself the way the Bible talks about rejoicing. It, um, David danced before the Lord with all his might. Now, seeing he's a mighty soldier, that's pretty awesome. You know, I think he's doing double black flips and that sort of thing to demonstrate joy. Now, I was brought up in the Anglican Church. I brought up. I had a um, British heritage, and um, I am British myself. you're British yourself. Okay, I'll cross out some of the jokes I had there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, the father, you know, you don't hug a man; you shake hands from an acceptable distance. The first time I saw Pentecostals hugging each other, I thought, oh, these guys, you know, I suspect, uh, you know, there may be some homosexuals amongst them or something like that. You know, this is, you have no idea what a big leap it was. Um, in worship, we never raised our hands. We called them happy clappers. We'd sing, and... One day I got convicted that I was like Lazarus, you know, when he came out of the tomb. He was bound head and foot with grave clothes. And Jesus said, release him and set him free. So Lazarus was alive, but he wasn't demonstrating that he was alive because he was bound head and foot. And some of us need to be set free to praise the Lord like the Bible says. Shout to the Lord. If you can't shout to the Lord, you're not being a biblical. I used to think, oh, if you shout to the Lord, it's an indication that you're charismatic or Pentecostal. No, it's an indication you're biblical. Clap your hands, all you people. This is all part of rejoicing. And so when it comes to Jesus... Still on the definition, something awesome stirred Jesus very deeply in Luke chapter 10. So profoundly affected his emotions, he couldn't contain himself. 
The word for rejoice there is to leap and bound about. Now, perhaps we need to change our image of Jesus. He was an enthusiastic praiser of God, which meant he was free, dancing around. Um, the, at that very hour, Jesus rejoiced greatly in the Holy Spirit. Now, the word for rejoice is to leap around, but to leap around greatly, one wonders what is going on. Um, this opens a window into the person of Jesus Christ, which could leave you never looking at him quite the same again. The literal definition of the word is to jump for joy, to exalt, um, to rejoice greatly, to leap, to spring up. Now, what in the world are we going to do with our very pious and religious image of a dignified Jesus? One of the mistakes I think we've made, we say Jesus uh, was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and Isaiah says that. But... Um, the psalm also says that God anointed Jesus with a joy far above his companions because he loved righteousness. And um, so Jesus was the most joyful person on earth. And when he left this planet, he said, my joy I give to you. Um, I say this to you that my joy may be in you and your joy may be full. Jesus died so that we can have our sins forgiven, but also that you and I can be full of joy. And if we're not full of joy, it's not his fault. It is a choice. Um, Isaiah 61, I think it is, it says, Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Now, garment is something that you put on for the spirit of heaviness. So if you've got a spirit of heaviness, don't put up with it. Put on the garment of praise. Your life will change. I had that garment of heaviness on me lying on the bed feeling miserable. And joy just swept it away like that. I just wondered about sharing this, but I will because it's relevant to this. Uh, church in the Blue Mountains, a Christian community, had a school attached to it and that invited me from Perth to come over and share at a conference. And um, I didn't know, but this Christian school, one of the teachers had disgraced himself, one of the trusted Christian teachers and abused one of the children and the whole community was depressed and in mourning because they thought they were something special in God and this just shattered their image of themselves and uh, so on and so forth. Now I didn't know any of that background but when I said yes to speaking at this Christian community, this heaviness came on me now, I'm not one who normally has a problem with depression. In fact, it's very rare. In fact, I like to give depression the boot that it deserves. But um, 
this time it was so heavy that I had to lie down. I'd never had anything as heavy as that. And I thought, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And I tried to praise God lying on my bed, and I couldn't. And I thought, you know, I just didn't have the energy. I didn't have, this is really hard. I've always found putting on the garment of praise works, but I couldn't get it on. So I determined that this spirit of heaviness and depression was sent from the enemy of my soul for some reason. And said to this spirit of depression, well, if you're going to hang around me and I can't praise God, at least I will put on a Christian tape and you and I can listen to it together. <laughs> and I got the brightest Christian tape I could, Jesus is Alive, and just started listening to that and saying, now I'm not recommending talking to any foreign spirit, but I just started saying, huh, isn't this great? Jesus is alive. I'm free. He's forgiven my sin. Oh, that's right. You can't repent. So your sins won't be forgiven. Oh, that's right. Lake of fire for you. Ah, oh, well, too bad. Um, <laughs> I'm enjoying myself here, rejoicing with Jesus. And you know, that rotten thing, it just suddenly went and was gone. And I thought, whoever's the demon who's in charge of him, he's going to go back and complain about this assignment. That's what I like to think anyway. Anyway, went to the Blue Mountains with this message of the joy of the Lord is your strength. You know where that scripture comes from? The exiles had returned, the temple was being rebuilt and as they saw the temple rebuilt, it says they all burst into tears. And Nehemiah, or was it Ezra, one of those dudes, said, stop. I said, this is a day of great joy. That is a day of great jumping and spinning around and getting excited. And you're crying. And he sends them home. He says, go home and come back with the right attitude. And I love that because what that says to me is we are meant to rule over our emotions. And if you have misery guts... Get rid of it. Yeah, Go home and find a way to rejoice. Mm -hmm. And let me say, one of the factors that the Western world is missing out on is this dancing and, uh, you know, a bit of soft shoe. Oh, the Blue Mountains, back to that. <laughs> when I read that definition to them about leaping and spinning around. You know, while I was preaching, the spirit of joy came on them. Wow. And, right. you know, th this was a depressed, the most depressed, miserable-looking bunch I've ever preached to. 
and it disappeared as quickly as it had for me personally, was like what was broken in Perth was now being broken there. And you know, they came out the front and they were doing these arm twirls with each other and barn dancing and uh, just spontaneously demonstrating joy. So, I know I've got Caitlin's backing when I say when the worshippers are worshipping, cut loose. Yeah. <laughs> It'll do your soul good. It'll break depression. It'll make people want to come to see what you've got. Amen. Okay, just two last things demonstrating the power of praise. Um, King Jehoshaphat was, being, was faced with a mighty army and the prophet said, you don't have to fight this battle, the battle's the Lord's. Yeah. And he said to his leaders, put your trust in the prophets, put your trust in the Lord and in his prophets. So if you don't have to fight the battle, he sent the worshippers out ahead of the soldiers. How do worshippers feel about that? I don't know, but putting their trust in God... And it says the, the army that Jehoshaphat was facing was made up of two nations. And when they started singing, these two nations started fighting each other, brought confusion to the enemy. And praise brings confusion to the enemy. He doesn't know what joy is about. And he will try and rob you. He will try and keep this secret away from you. The power of praise. God inhabits the praise of his people. Okay. No, I think there was one other scripture, but that's, that's enough. That's enough. Oh, no. Just briefly. Won't read the scripture. But David, when he was dancing before the Lord with all his might, uh, he was in a linen effort, which uh, meant that he had taken off his royal robes and he was dancing in the robes which was under his royal robes. And um, he'd married um, Michael, Saul's daughter. And when she saw David dancing before the ark like that, before the presence of God like that, she, you know, her father was all one for show. He was a head man. Um, David was a heart man. And she despised what he was doing. She said, he's not showing any royal dignity. And he's doing it in front of the servant girls. They're not going to respect him for not acting like a king. Well, David had a ball and then he came home and there was Michael in the kitchen, just fuming. And she just got stuck into him and said, how you shamed yourself today in front of the servant girls. 
And David more or less said, you ain't seen nothing yet, sister. He says, I was dancing before the Lord and uh, I will be yet more shamed in your eyes. You're not going to take that away from me. And the last little verse says, and Michael was barren till the day of her death. Now, get this, not rejoicing. Rejoicing produces fruitfulness. Not rejoicing produces barrenness. None of us want barrenness. So, there we have it, folks. I would like to, if anyone wants prayer, I just feel like praying for anyone who wants prayer to be filled with joy. It doesn't relate to your circumstances. It relates to your salvation. Amen? Amen. Thanks, Caitlin. So, even while we're worshipping, if you want to, uh, anyone want to come forward, happy to pray for you. invite you all to sing and let's sing this song together or let's rock it out if you want